0: This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who now has something new to think about every time he kisses his wife, Ryan Nelson. Wow, thanks a lot, Justin. (laughs) Hey, I got something new to think about, too, so we're all in the same boat on this one.
1: (laughs) Well, I was going to say also, uh, kids, come close. I want you to hear this. Don't ever look to see what's cool in a swamp.
0: Oh, yes. Never, Never, ever.
1: Never, (laughs) never look around a swamp.
0: Yeah, don't ever look around a swamp, because you never know what's just lying in wait for you if you do so. Alright, if you've been listening to podcasts as we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the second episode of The Last of Us titled Infected on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of The Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash podcast, and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 five, ten, 5 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you Out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, though, at any level of being a Patreon supporter, will get you that ad-free access. Just go to Patreon, sign up for any where as low as the three or as high as the twenty dollar level, and you will get the show ad-free. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to interact with the show, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any questions you have, any comments, any things that you would like to recommend for us to cover. We would love to have all of those things, so send us an email at mail mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, it is the second episode of The Last of Us. Before we get into this episode, if you're listening to this show, uh, if you're listening a little bit later on than after we record it, we do record these immediately after the episode airs on Sunday nights. So we don't always get some of the in-depth stuff that maybe we could have gotten from previous, from uh, waiting a day or two. I do want to go back and revisit. And we don't have-
1: we don't have screeners, so we're only watching this one time.
0: That's right. So that's one. Of the, so I want to go back and talk about a couple of things that we discovered uh, from episode one. For example, the beginning that we were so very effusive in our praise of of the first episode. Yeah. Apparently, that's almost like a beat for beat recreation of the video game. I don't know if you saw okay. or heard that. Did you? No, no, I did not. No. Yeah. So, like, basically, uh, what was the name of his daughter? Uh, Sarah. Yes, sir. Uh, basically, like in the video game, apparently, you control her in the beginning of the game, and like it's not quite as long. They said it's only like fifteen minutes in the video game, so they expand upon it some. But a lot of the stuff, like there, there were people doing like screenshot grabs of the game and comparing it like side by side of the of the. Uh, of the show as well so like i said we neither of us have played the game if you're if you didn't hear our first episode uh so that's a really cool thing that they are doing yeah. with this at least i thought it was so
1: oh, i think so too yeah that's really cool
0: now apparently this was also supposed to be a 10 episode season but it's only nine episodes and i read where what they basically did is what was supposed to be the first and second episode basically got combined into one giant episode okay yeah i heard
1: that yeah i saw that too yeah
0: okay and basically what the first episode was supposed to be it was supposed to be everything with sarah and the first one and then it would end the first episode was going to end with joel throwing the child into the fire and that was going to be uh-huh. like where the first episode ends and then it would, pick, would have picked up in the second episode with all the other stuff so, do you think this idea of combining them all together, because I, I kind of think it's a good idea. Do you Do you kind of agree with that, or do you think differently? I,
1: absolutely. Even though she didn't have a big role, not having Bella Ramsey at all in the first episode would have been a huge mistake.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I, th- I think it definitely would have been. We get, we get accustomed to her. We kind of understand what she is, yeah. and it helps us get acclimated. And honestly, getting just acclimated to Joel and who he is and Bella, who mm-hmm. he, who she is, in this first episode even though it wasn't a long episode and it was a long episode but it was an incredibly entertaining episode uh yeah. i thought it was a, i thought it was a good decision so yeah all right uh let's go ahead and kind of get into this episode then so general thoughts on episode two so far
1: man, another phenomenal episode. I thought this was the episode where they're giving us info about the world right. and really telling us what the steaks are. And the steaks are scary and disgusting. Oh, gosh. And yes. I
0: don't like them at all. <laughs> I don't like this fungi. Yeah, you know, I I, I kind of like mushrooms on my pizza and stuff. I'm not sure I want to eat mushrooms ever again after watching this. I
1: bought mushrooms for dinner tomorrow. I don't
0: know if I'm going to have them. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, oh. I knew that obviously I, I, you know, I did a little research on this. I knew that f- mushrooms and fungus were uh, a big part of, you know, they were. That was how the disease spread. The disease spreads, and that's how this entire thing kind of goes about, uh, about going from person to person. I had no idea it was just going to be like mushroom overload in this. And it, I didn't either. And it is. <laughs> Look, I don't know if it's going to be that way in every episode, but in this episode, oh my gosh, they are everywhere, and they are so incredibly gross.
1: They're so incredibly ghost they're also incredibly smart. The way they're Mm -hmm. able to communicate. Yeah. And like they know what's going on. They they seem smarter. They seem almost faster than normal zombies. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know. They're they're more frightening than like The Walking Dead, World War Z or some of the other, you know, those type shows. Uh it's, it's a frightening world I'm, I'm, well,
0: I don't know well, if I like it <laughs> I've, I haven't seen Walking Dead I have seen World War Z uh, I have seen the other zombie stuff But you don't really know how like The virus outside of just biting each other You don't right. really understand You don't, can't understand how it spreads Or how it works or anything like that this idea of that they communicate with each other, and that you can that the vibe, that the fungus can these tendrils that are just yes. absolutely disgusting, they yeah. just the way that they kind of create a hive mind just makes, yeah. and you can see that, and I think that just adds an element. To this, yeah. and I, that's the part of it I think that makes this work a lot more than maybe what some of those other. Like I, I I never saw the Walking Dead, but it, it works a lot better for me than what World War Z did. I, I can definitely tell you that.
1: Well, m- most zombie shows have it where. They communicate, but it's by them hearing something right. or smelling something. Right. But it's nothing like this, where they're connecting for miles and they oh, yeah. communicate with miles. And like you said, the fungus growing from the ground, how they're they're able to use that mm-hmm. to like as lily pad kind of things. It's it's freaking frightening, man. Yeah, it and really, that, really is. And that first scene was—I thought that was going to be my scene of the week. Uh, and uh, I, actually it's still mine. I'm going back and forth in my I head <laughs> still. But it was it was so good. Shout out to uh, I saw her name. I wrote it down. Uh Christine Hankins as uh what was the Eboo Ratha? Is that first her name? Yeah, Ibu Ratha. She was fantastic. I mean, yeah, Christine Hankum. God, she was good, man. Yeah, let's like, talk about, let's talk about that opening scene. Go ahead when she was investigating the body i just sat there like with like one hot with like covering my eye like oh, yeah. just crawling up because i was like oh this is not going to end well she's going to die she she also reminds me she's the indonesian uh jerry from succession she's dressed like her yeah she kind
0: of is now you it
1: seems like the same age i was like don't kill indonesian <laughs> jerry i love her like like I just expected something worse to happen. It right. really wasn't that bad. Although no. it was still gross. But like oh, yeah, the whole time you're like I've seen enough like alien and zombie movies, I'm like, oh she's
0: going to die. <laughs> even. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing too and to their credit, they don't kill her in this. Like, no. Obviously, they, she does die, well, then, obviously. But but then she drops the most frightening knowledge. Well, yeah, let's, uh, before we get into that, you know, one of the things that they're doing so well in this is they are crafting this at the beginning of this because they go back to 2003 uh, to set the stage. They go back to 2003 when the entire outbreak begins and they go back to Jakarta, which was mentioned at the beginning mm. and you know, I heard this theory, and it's starting to make a sound. It sounds like it's going this way, that this thing is spreading through grain and through yeah, flour. flour and stuff like that. Because they say that it was at a flour. These people, this uh, mm-hmm. this woman she's examining was at a flour factory, a grain and flour factory. And you, you think back to last week, Sarah and Joel uh, they don't have the pancakes like originally she were, they were planning. They don't they have, have the birthday cake, cake. so all these opportunities to and the eat. neighbors were making cookies. Yeah, they were making cookies and biscuits, and she, they were like having mm-hmm. to force feed the old lady yeah. the biscuits. So that it feels pretty. It feels pretty mm-hmm. certain that's the direction this thing is headed. That it's all yeah. spreading through flour. At least that's how it gets its start, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, they're, they're doing such a good job of like. Giving us what this first in the first episode we got, what the world was like. In this episode, mm-hmm. they're establishing how the virus actually works, and which is one of the things I think that works really well. Uh, it's called cordyceps. I saw it a couple of times last yeah. week, but nobody talked about it really. It was just kind of a thing that was shown, and it's just. It's just so disgusting and awful. And like I said, this woman that she's examining on the table, you're, you're tense from the moment this episode starts yeah. to the moment it ends because right. you're worried about her because you kept thinking that the woman's going to wake up on the table and grab her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, why are you sticking your fingers down her mouth? No, don't put your fingers right. down her mouth. But they never they never do that to their credit because that's an expected they didn't. thing and it's interesting
1: that this sh- episode came out today because i noticed that it was john hurt's birthday and john hurt is most known for the alien movie he's the one whose body right. like where it comes out of his stomach
0: yes he is spoiler um, alert
1: for a 40 something year old movie but, <laughs> but this scene reminded me of that yeah and it, it did it was interesting that it was his his, his birthday
0: and also, John Hurt was also uh, a co-star with Anna Torv on Fringe. Who there was a lot of this type of stuff on on that okay, as well. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. But but I wanted to shout out the the other scene where she's talking about like, what can we do? We got to get a vaccine. There is no vaccine. Start bombing. Well,
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because you know whenever because when the military dude is talking to her, you know when he says, "What can we do?" The answer that I expect in that point is pray because that's like the that's the ultimate. I don't know anything else to do, and that's that's kind of like your standard stereotypical. So like that's always like the most terrifying thing when somebody says pray because they don't know anything else to do. But no, the most terrifying thing is bomb. I mean, when and like she's not saying bomb but let me get the heck out of here she's saying let me go back to my family so i can die with them so she knows that this means you have to bomb me as well and blow my entire Mm -hmm. family up that was just like an a jaw-dropping moment
1: it really was and i wonder if we'll find out now we found out that they did do some bombing in the u.s including in Mm -hmm. boston right but i wonder if we'll find out if like they didn't bomb there and then it spreads and they're like you need the bomb I mean, I'm I'm interested to see if we get more of that.
0: Yeah, I would like to know that too because I mean they they mentioned in the first episode that Jakarta is kind of where this thing starts and this is we're, we've gone back here. So I'll be, I'll be interested to see if that's what if that's the road they go down with it because it will be interesting to know if if that is the way the thing plays out or not because I, I truly and, don't and know. I gotta, and I
1: got and I got to throw this out there. What how close were they to change
0: and where this started after coronavirus? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That's uh, a really, really good question. Because I was kind of like, oh
1: man, not not an Asian place. Come yeah,
0: on. yeah. At least it's not in China. At least, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so at least the, at least we have that going for us. So, uh, so we get, like I said, we get the we get how the virus starts, and then we get how the virus works at this point. And when we get back to Boston, uh, basically we're picking up in the Boston uh, timeline where Joel and uh, What's her name? Joel and not Chess. Chess, thank you. Are trying to get Ellie to the other Fireflies because this is their form of payment. They wanted to deliver Ellie because they can get their battery, and this is what they're trying to do. And we start to realize just how awful it is. Uh, yeah, you know, I <laughs> you know, I see those buildings leaning. I would. It would be terrifying walking around because, like, seeing, like, 40-story buildings leaning on each other, I'm like, okay, that's got to go at any point. <laughs> I know. It surely does. I know. And, look, to their credit, I mean, there are times when, like, they have to – this is actually – it's a constantly changing landscape because when they get to, the, to this one point, you know, Tess and Joel re- realize, you know, okay, this is the way that we're supposed to go. It's the safest way, but – it's blocked because something else has collapsed, and now Tess has got to climb through it and climb around it. But that also gives us a chance to kind of get to know for Ellie and Joel to get to know each other. Um, yeah. But I like the fact that we're introduced back to them at the beginning of this episode, where Ellie is asleep in just some grassy area in a building, and Joel and Tess are like you know ten feet away from her with a gun pointed at her. Like this is Hello. this is a wonderful introduction to them. What do you think about the beginning of it? Oh man, I loved it because we also got more profanity out of Ellie. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we got quite a bit more from her. So, like yeah, I said, she's it, she's just really good in this. She really is. There was a point in the episode
1: uh, that my wife was just like, "God, she she is doing such a good job."
0: Yes, she is, and uh, I mean, she has to be good. And thankfully, you know, she's yeah, look she's she almost is. she's almost twenty years old. So, I mean, she's she's a yeah. much more seasoned actor than the. Part that she's actually playing. She's playing a 14 year old. But uh, Bella Ramsey is, is, you know, she got her acting chops. You know, she really developed them in Game of Thrones. They loved her so much and they brought her back for this. And she is a, she's just a really a perfect person for this. And she's doing an absolutely bang up job of it.
1: and I do hate that I've never been to Boston, and I'm actually supposed to go this summer. Right. But, like, you know, because they were going through, like, famous spots of Boston oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. I I don't really recognize because I've never been there. I know that Bostonian museum is yeah. very, mm-hmm. supposed to be very famous because, like, in, in fact, I'm sure that Benjamin Franklin, uh, like, had, uh, like, they like get knocks over. So it has to be a big yeah. deal. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, but, like... That has to be cool for people that are very familiar with that area, just watching them walk through it. And then the the skyline at the end of the episode, right. where Bell, where Ellie's looking around, I, I thought that was very cool. Yeah,
0: they're, I,
1: using, they're using Boston very, very, I love the way they're using it.
0: Yeah, and obviously I've this will be the last time we get a shot of it, so it'll be interesting yeah. what they do in the next one. Um, but anyway, the way that they have one of the things I think what did I like that they did with the characters on this, Joel and Ellie are still pretty much them, but it's mm-hmm. some but at this point in this episode. Tess, played by Annator, she kind of starts to believe in this idea of her mm-hmm. as the vaccine, as the cure, and you start to get a little bit of her humanity back, because we don't have any humanity right. back from from Joel at this point. He's still, no. he's still the hardened, you know, I will kill whoever I need to kill, do whatever I need to do to survive, but Tess, she's got a little bit in it, and, you know... I, I don't think she gets sick until the very end when she they encompass the zombies they encounter the zombies because yeah, she yeah. was but at this point she sees hope again and she sees yeah. hope for a normal civilization is well, at least the that it can be and that was a really cool that was a really cool development for her because it look yeah. it's the last time we get her thing, and I hate that because I love Antorf but uh, she was really good. And uh, it was just a great performance by her to actually show this humanity cre- creeping back into her. And it just makes it that much more sad at the end because she is starting to re- kind of find her humanity again. And now she's gone from us.
1: Right. And you make a good point. Like she made a, a sudden turn of that as well, yes, especially after after they had survived the zombie attack, which I'm with you. She was acting so differently. I, I, at that point, I thought, man, I bet she got it. Yeah, or something because when she told joel's like can we take good news for one moment
0: right that was that was kind of a, that was kind of a, yeah. a, a dead giveaway that something bad was was coming down the line and, and sure enough it was so yeah um look one of the let's talk about just the we talked a little bit about the portrayal of the mushrooms let's talk about the portrayal mm-hmm. of the zombies real quick um Clickers is what they're called. Yes, clickers. This is like – this is kind of – from what I understand, this is, these are like the most like recognizable of the zombie types. There's supposed to be like six or seven different zombie types. But these okay. are the ones that are like the most distinguishable because they are the most that – are like kind of the hybrid human and the hybrid mushroom because they're basically their head, their brain has sprouted into a full mushroom, but they Ugh. still have their but they still have their human bodies. Uh, what do you think about the clickers?
1: They scared the hell out of me. I don't know if I'm gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm most
0: likely gonna have to take some Xanax. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just. I mean they can't oh, I don't see. Like them. Yeah, they can't see. They can still hear obviously, but they can't see because their their eyes are gone. That part of their 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 face is completely obliterated from them. Uh and just the way that they move and those sounds—I mean, it's very yeah. typical zombie moves, zombie sounds. But mm-hmm. I don't know, just the way that they are doing them in this in the show, it just makes them—they're creepier than what I think of when I think of most zombies, anyway.
1: I'm with you there, and they seem to be a worse foe. Most of the time in zombie movies, you you click, you kick them in the head, or you do something to the head, and they're gone.
0: Right. That's typically the way that it works in a zombie yeah, thing. And these
1: the, are—you got a physically fight them and they don't stop. They continuously want to attack
0: you. Yeah, and like I said, that's it's, it's very different than what we saw and what yeah. we've seen in other zombie things. And like I said, it just seems yeah. to work really, really, really well in the way that they're doing this. Something else I want to talk about with the zombies. The it's cool. It's terrifying and it's gross all at the same time. When they're going through this building, they get to the top of it, like it's at the at the beginning of their trek through Boston. Uh, they Anatole, play, uh, who's playing test, she opens up the she opens up the door for them to get through, and Joel says, "Well, what's wrong now?" And when they open up they open up this uh, uh, this tarp, I guess is what it is, and there are these. All these hundreds of people who have been turned into zombies, but they're wiggling like worms. Yeah, that, that was weird. It was weird. It was cool. It yeah. was gross. I mean, were I mean, they taking a nap? What were they doing? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, because they're just wiggling around, and yeah. like it's like they just were because they didn't have anything. They had no objective. I guess is that this is what they do. Maybe I don't know. And it was almost in a formation like a band or something. Yeah, and like it was. A dance tr- it felt that way and like I said yeah. I don't know what performative zombie, <laughs> performative clicker <sick laughs> but it was again this is something that I really haven't seen in a zombie thing before. no I
1: haven't either I agree this, this seems like new territory I, I appreciate that
0: yeah, and it was like I said, it was gross, but it was kind of cool all at the same time. Because yeah. I mean, the first thing I thought is they looked like worms. They look like like uh, yeah, yeah. gnats or not gnats. Uh, right. uh, I'm trying to think, uh, leeches or something. I don't know. But they looked. It was like larvae just cr- crawling around on each other. I mean, you, you kind of felt like Viserys from Game of Thrones could just stuck his hand in there. They could have, like eat off as <laughs> the flesh off of his hand. So but
1: they wouldn't have eaten Viserys. They <laughs> assumed he was one of them. That's
0: true. You know, they would have assumed he was one of them. So. Uh, but yeah, it was just this really weird, gross kind of cool picture. Like yeah, I don't know. Um, but like I said, and just the way that they are. Uh, then you know, the, probably the most terrifying part for for Ellie and not Ellie for Tess and for Joel is they see this person who just recently passed away when they were in the mm-hmm. in the in the museum, and this freaks them out probably because they know like okay, this guy could like pop up at any moment i know and like I that like, was frightening it really was and like what's great is ellie is just like what's what's wrong here what's, what's wrong because she doesn't understand this she has no because she's been in the quarantine yeah. zone and she doesn't really understand how all this works but she's just kind of going for the long for the ride but you, you can still see that she's terrorized, terrified because you know it's one it's new to her and she, she doesn't know. It's it's one thing to go into a situation like this that you know is going to be scary. But another thing to not have any clue about what you're facing is even more terrifying.
1: It really is. And like you said, even not being in this world for very long, I was still scared. Like, oh, God, when does the mushroom start? Yes. You know, When does <laughs> the, the attacking start? So, yeah, I, I really like how what they're doing because we know the stakes a little bit but we know enough that we
0: should be frightened right and, and it is completely terrifying so uh yeah. you know we get to the end they finally get to this place where they're supposed to meet these fireflies where they're supposed to make the exchange to give ellie back to the fireflies and they get their battery and something is obviously not right because when, once they get there uh, nobody's there and ellie notices a trail of blood that leads into i don't know what building that was that they were that they were going into yeah. but. Uh Ellie notices a trail of blood. She says they went inside. When they get in there, everybody's dead. Some people are look like they've been infected. Some people look like they haven't. And Joel basically explains, you know, somebody gets bit, and it begin becomes the sick versus the well, and everybody ends up dead. And yeah. it was just a horrific scene to watch the carnage. But... At the same time, you see some desperation starting to come out of Tess, and Joel mm-hmm. is just kind of telling her it's over, it's over, and she's not giving into it. And like I said, we kind of we kind of get a feeling earlier that she might have been bitten when you know she says, "Can we take some good news for once?" But this moment when she's just so frantic, it's like, yeah, this is it's got to be the yeah she's got to be sick. Yeah, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh no. You knew she wasn't She wasn't with the original poster, so you knew she wasn't going to be with us for too long. Right. I thought she was going to make it longer, to be honest. I thought she would have made it to, like... I kept hearing about the episode three. I just assumed she died. Yeah, that's, that's kind what of what I was thinking, it, too. It, but, uh, yeah. And I thought it was interesting how, like, Joel was upset, but he had no problem
0: leaving her. Yeah, well, I don't know that he had no problem, but when it came down to this time when he had to make the choice, like... yeah. That's when he's like, okay, it's I got to go. But, I mean, because yeah. I don't think, because she has to talk him to. I, I do want to give him a little oh, bit more. She did. She did. You're yeah. right. You're right. Because, like I said, I do want to give him a little bit more credit because she does have to talk him into leaving. And when she says, save who you can, that's the moment that she yeah. finally, yeah. he finally goes ahead and decides to leave. Uh, but that is, you know, we talked about this when we talked about the the mushroom, you know, communicating with each other. You know, when that mushroom reaches up and like kind of grabs around the fingers of that newly infected person. That's when all those wiggling worm, like zombies, Mm. they get up and they start running. Uh, and like I said, that's, this is, these are what they called runners, uh, from what I've found about the game. Is these are like the people who are like just got infected. They still look human. They still yeah. have their eyes. They still have all that. and so they're called runners. That's why they're so fast because that's why they get on them so quickly. Uh, so like I said, this is probably something that people in the game were like kind of freaking out about because they're like, Ooh, there's runners, there's runners, but we don't yeah. get that. So, um, uh, you know, uh, this is the same. I don't remember what other show we watched where somebody was having a hard time getting a, a lighter to light. But I'm like, why are we doing this? Why? Why are we I doing this? like
1: trip? we've seen this a lot too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was hey, like, why did she try to escape? That was the other thing. She just let him. Was she already infected and she couldn't move? So she just went ahead and kissed the guy. Well, I don't know. Or she was I or think she, she was just buying it. time, hey, to be honest hey, with you. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, that leads to the most disgusting kiss I have yeah. ever seen in television or movies. When that zombie starts walking yeah. to her, I keep thinking yeah. he's going to bite her. I'm like, I well, know. She's already infected. And then I see the tendrils coming out and it starts Ugh. going to her mouth. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like just like like trying to like scratch and like itch myself because like I I don't want this. It was the grossest kiss we have ever seen on television.
1: Oh, it was awful. Yeah, it's uh, well i may have to do some research on the grossest kiss, but it's it's got to be top. If five. If it's
0: not top five, then it's 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 up there. But oh yeah, my oh, yeah, goodness, yeah. it was gross. Oh yeah, it it was just absolutely was, awful.
1: But, but she did come through. It blew up the whole whole group of.
0: Yeah, so it does. She likes it. You're right. She comes through. Uh, thank you, Tess. Yes. Thank you, Tess, for saving her, which makes sense. Like I said, I, I, we both kind of thought it was going to happen in episode three, but yeah. I knew also that this game was about Joel and Ellie. And, like, right, right, at some point, Tess was going to be gone from us. And this is the episode where where we lose her. Uh, just real quick before we get on to anything else, uh, let's kind of talk about the. Preview, the coming up next on or the uh happening next week so we're getting yeah. nick offerman we're getting murray bartlett uh general thoughts we're, about your excitement level well i'm watching welcome to chippendales
1: that murray bartlett is one of the that? stars of. Oh, okay yeah so what i i'm already enjoying a, a good amount of him and he's fantastic in that show and
0: uh when I saw him again, I was like, "Yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. Alfred and Barry Bartlett together." Yes. <laughs>
0: It, i look i love nick Offerman. at uh, parks and recreation yeah. is one of my favorite shows uh he is just fantastic in that i expect him to be just wonderful in this and what we got from yeah. him uh was good i love the uh if you know if you didn't stick around and see it i'm sorry that we're spoiling it for you but you know the Harvey's line was just wonderful like i said <laughs> i will say this there is a surprising decent de- there's a surprisingly decent amount of humor in this show more than there what i expected
1: is. yeah I agree. Uh Ellie was was very funny this episode. She had several lines.
0: Yes, she was. And we'll talk about some of her lines here in just a little bit. So, yeah. uh but yeah, like I said this next episode, you know, they talked about one thing that we've heard throughout uh, as we've been covering the show is that episode 3 is the one where like it kind of like just finds another level and it like, takes it up yeah. to a completely another notch which Look, these first two episodes have been just fantastic as they are. I know, I know. And so, I mean, but I can see, you know, you're adding Murray Bartlett and you're adding Nick Offerman to the cast. And I don't know what kind of a roles they're going to have. I don't know if it's going to be a one and done type thing. But like I said, I'm all for this. They, yeah. This looks like it's going to be just a fantastic episode. And, and, I, a, and
1: another hour and 20 episode next week. Oh, is it
0: really? that's what's listed on oh, okay IMDb. okay so it's gonna be another long one so which i'm I'm yeah. fine with so because yeah, this is yeah, a good yeah. show so
1: if it's a good if it's a good episode i'm fine with it yeah i've watched some shows with some long episodes oh yeah i know yeah. I, I was not but i'm i'm but, good with this show
0: yeah this one you know to, to make a pun this one clicked along so <laughs>
1: yes uh, well done sir <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right uh anything else we need to discuss or we're here we to go to our weekly awards
1: um, one well, last thing, uh Joel would not answer were were him and Tess a couple. I'm interested to see if we hear any more about that.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'm kind of interested to know about that as well. because that is someone thing that we haven't talked about. There's that little scene between yeah. Ellie and Joel as they're she's trying to ask him questions about uh about where he's from, what he's where he, and all this type of stuff and he doesn't really want to talk a whole lot about it. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that she gets into you know, she kind of gets him to open up a little bit about, you know, have you ever killed one? And he talks about, yes, he's killed a lot of them. And if it's difficult knowing that they were humans and he says, you know, sometimes it is. So like I said, I'd like to, I'm sure they'll explore some of that a little bit more yeah. as the show oh, goes on.
1: And I was going to show one more thing from last episode. And I can't remember if we talked about this podcast or you and I talked about this. Uh, like Nico Parker who played Sarah. Like we were like, man, she looks like Tandy Newton. Well, we that's didn't. because yeah.
0: that's her daughter. Th- that's her daughter. We didn't talk about that, yeah. but yeah, that is her. That is Tandy Newton's daughter. Oh, they look a lot alike. They do. They do look a lot alike. Now, now that I've you know, once I heard that that's who uh, was her mother, I was like, oh well, let's put those together yeah. really quick and easy because that does uh, make a whole lot yeah. of sense. So, uh, but yeah, that's Th- so uh, Sarah played by Nico Parker. That is Tandy Newton's daughter. Yeah. Uh, so, and she. Look, she's got some, she's got some chops there, <laughs> just like her mom does. Well, I was
1: say, and she got some good jeans.
0: Congrats! <laughs> yes, congrats to her. So, all right, uh, ready for awards now? I'm ready. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, every week when we are covering a show week to week, we like to do three awards as we are covering the show. Up first for us is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister for this week?
1: Well. She- She's leaving us this episode. I gotta yeah. go. tour for Ellie. Even before I knew she was infected, I was probably who I was going with because yeah. I thought she was so good.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. She she needs it for since we're losing her after this. But yeah, it's Anator. She had look both look. There's really only three actors in this episode. Uh, well, so, no,
1: you got uh. Our, our oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
0: yeah. You got the people from the beginning,
1: Christine Hakeem.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're 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 correct about that. I'm, I'm so focused on the Boston part of it, but yeah, it's uh is just really good like i said yeah. she is the one who changes the most she kind of has look she's got to go through a mm-hmm. character arc pretty quick from one episode to two episodes so uh, right. and th- look that's a challenge as a writer it as is. an actor to you know have yourself complete an arc within two episodes and i thought they did a really good job and i thought she did a really I good agree. performance of completing that arc so yep all right next is the agatha all along the best scene of the week what's your agatha all along I'm going with the opening
1: scene. I thought it was another. They're setting a precedent. Yeah, they really are. Opening scenes being incredible. I mean, like you, like we talked about. It was we thought it was going one way, and it really wasn't. Right. And then the most frightening thing is her was when they asked the doctor for advice, and she starts saying. Start bombing, yeah, bomb Mm -hmm. this city. That's frightening.
0: Yeah, it really is. Like I said, I mean, because that's 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 probably the first time I've ever heard somebody say something like that. Because it's always, Mm -hmm. like I said earlier in the podcast. The answer to that question is always pray. That's what the people always right, say. Right. They don't say. May God have
1: mercy on our soul. Exactly. That, or something That's along those line. lines. That's You hear a lot. Yeah.
0: You don't hear bomb. You don't hear basically yeah, just yeah. blow the entire city up because we're, we're all doomed. Right. Uh, yeah. So like I said, that was just completely out of left field for me. Uh, next is the, if you come with the king, you best not miss. What's your best line for this week?
1: Uh, it comes from Ellie. No, I think what impressed them was that I didn't turn into an effing monster. <laughs>
0: All right, I've got two from Ellie, and that one I could have put on here as well, but I didn't put that one on here. Uh, so, the first one I have from Ellie is when she's, I guess, going to the bathroom, I guess. She says, uh, there's not going to be anything bad back back there, and <laughs> Joel says, just you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I <laughs> like that one. And then when they're packing up and they're getting ready to go and they're getting their guns, La says, "Can I have a gun?" And they both say, "No, absolutely not." And she says, "Okay, Jesus, fine. I'll just throw an effing sandwich at them." <laughs> I that love that funny. line. Yeah.
1: That was the that was the line that my wife was like, God, she's so
0: good at this. Yes, she is. Yeah, she is. She's just absolutely incredible. Like I said, it, I said this earlier, but it, it has a surprisingly decent amount of humor in this, and I, I was yeah, not does. really expecting that. So, I mean, I'm like laughing at one moment, terrified at the the, the next. So, <laughs> we're we're hitting all the emotions in The Last of Us all right uh here on the main attraction podcast we have a five tier rating system this is where we currently are it's not where we think this uh series is going to end or finish but where we currently are so far at the top of our list is game of thrones just beneath the game of thrones is a lost middle of the road for us is a friends beneath friends is a full house and bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. last week you were at lost i went ahead went straight to game of thrones what are you doing this week
1: Game of Thrones. This, this, I, I enjoyed this more than the first episode. Yeah, all, all, the whole episode. I thought this was just awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see where this is going. This is so much different than the other zombie stuff I've seen. Uh, and Pedro Capasco and Bella Ramsey are just incredible together.
0: They really are. Yeah, like I'm sticking with the Game of Thrones. This is a phenomenal television show, and it's like I said, I came into this expecting good things because it was a Sunday night HBO show. I was, it, they just have such an incredible hit rate, and mm-hmm. it is right there with everything that i have ever yeah. seen from any of them so uh just phenomenal show phenomenal performances all around uh look i don't know if it's going to be kind of like you know you do like a co-star uh, a guest star thing of the week or whatever and you bring these people in like we get in a tour for two episodes i don't know what we're going to do with murray bartlett and uh, uh nick offerman next week i don't know how long they're going to stick around for us but yeah. it's you know, the two actors that are, th- that are the focus, they are doing a great job of just making us want more from them. Uh, you know, I really kind of felt like we start to, th- at the end of that conversation that the two of them were having, and as he's pulling her away from Anna as uh, Tess is getting ready to blow up that building, whatever it was, you really kind of, this is what you're starting to feel like. He is slowly but surely getting there and caring for Ella for Ellie the way mm-hmm. that he's supposed to. And I think we're just kind of getting to that point. Yeah. All right. So before we sign off, there are some things that we'd like to do. And that's one of those things is we like to give recommendations for our listeners. What are some recommendations you might have this week?
1: Man, man, I got several. Uh, oh, good. So because of us watching the menu, I I went back and watched a lot of what, uh on taylor joy has been in okay and i started with the first movie she was in the witch which is on hbo max it's from uh ah god the guy that did the lighthouse uh i can't even look up his name but it is a very frightening movie it's about a, a family in like the 1600s uh-huh. Uh, Robert Eggers is the, oh, okay. of the director and writer and director. A family in the 1600s that that gets uh, they're like in a Calvinist society. They get pushed out, and a witch in the uh, woods keeps attacking them. <laughs> and Anya Taylor Joy is one of their children, and it is a frightening movie. But I would recommend it. This is her first movie. That also led me to watch Last Night in Soho. It was Edgar Wright's movie that came out in 2021, mm-hmm. also starring Matt Smith.
0: Oh, okay. And,
1: and starring uh, Thomas uh, uh, Thomason McKenzie, who's like in Jojo Rabbit, some other movies, I'm but uh, it's a horror thriller movie and was really good. I, I I liked it more than The Witch. So last night in Soho, also on HBO Max. Uh, then on Friday, my wife, as I got off work, was watching. Jerry, Had just started watching Jerry Maguire. I really. And I had not seen that movie in years. No, I've seen it. In and years I gotta either. say. It was freaking awesome to watch the movie. It's on Netflix, yeah. so I would recommend watching it. Rod Tidwell is one of the best characters of all time. (laughs) It's
0: scenes Still hold up. Yeah, they do.
1: We had to pause it. We were laughing so hard. I forgot about how he calls Jerry in the bathtub, and his young son is in the bathtub with him. I don't know why. It's so funny. Uh, It was really good, and that also led us to watch Almost Famous on Showtime. Oh, is it? Right now. Moving over to Amazon Prime. Man, that movie, have you ever seen Almost. Oh, movie? yeah,
0: I have. It's been a long time I've seen it.
1: It's been a long time since I've seen it. It is so good. It might be the best movie since 2020. I mean, since the 2000s. I, I'll have to think about it. I, it is phenomenal. There are so many people that have a very small part of that movie that are famous right. now. Rain Wilson, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, Mark Barron, and then Zoe D. Chanel, and then besides Kate Hudson, Billy up. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman's fantastic man, and it also makes me man. I miss Jason Lee. Uh, I hate. I wish. I hate that he pretty much stopped acting. Yeah, uh, he's so good. For me, but man, almost famous. I would highly recommend. Him. And I also watched Jurassic World Dominion. It was okay. Was it? It's too damn long, <laughs> and it takes too long to get all the people you want to be together. Right. I'm just going to say that. But when they, I will say when you see laura dern and sam neill together for that first time i was getting the feels <laughs> right. i can see why they made. It. and i love laura dern oh god yeah. she's so good and yeah. her and sam neill together man and gold blue it's worth watching but it was too long and it didn't need to be
0: yeah i have not seen any of the jurassic world movies past the first ones i've heard so many horrible things about them i've
1: watched <laughs> the second one i think this one's worth watching okay yeah
0: Oh, and also uh, playing and starring Gerard Butler in <laughs> a lot of theaters. Still. All right, so I've got two. Uh, the first one I've got, uh, it was one of my things I was looking forward to, and it is something that has completely paid off at least the first three episodes. The first three episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina. It is yeah. the adult animated uh, television show on Amazon Prime. I forgot how much I like this show. It is so, so good. It is la- the first episode. The first season last year was just absolutely amazing. I didn't include in my top ten shows, I'm kind of thinking I probably should have. Uh, I do remember thinking, and I was in the running for it anyway. So, but man, the, these are just so incredibly well done. Uh, this, I mean, I was so into this one. I was like, because like the in, main enemies they're going to be fighting this this time around are four gigantic dragons. The first, the, like the leader, is uh, voiced by Lance Reddick, and I'm just like, oh yes, I'm, this is just a material. All the way. Uh, so, if you like genre stuff, if you like dragon stuff, and if you listen to our podcast on House of the Dragon, you know how big of a fan of dragons I am. Just this is just absolutely right up my alley. And I, and
1: I love Lance Reddick.
0: Yeah. So, and he's he's just really good as the voice, the, like said of the like the main dragon villain in this thing. So, uh, the other thing I'm giving a recommendation. It's not the strongest recommendation I'm going to give because, and I'll explain. But uh, if you like that '70s show. That 90s show is now on Netflix. Now, I have not finished the entire thing. There are moments when it... Did you ever watch that 70s show? I did, I did. And I wondered if we shouldn't cover this at some point. Yeah, we might need to go back and, 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 and hit it. Just because, look, when they have the original cast on here... It is so incredibly funny because that Mm -hmm. first cast was just amazing. Uh, They were so very good. They were so incredible. They're bringing them all back except for Danny Masterson because uh, in 2020, he was accused and put on trial for rape, even though it it ended in a mistrial. Yeah, it ended in a mistrial. And they probably won't retry it, but they did not bring him back for this, thankfully. But like I said, the rest of them, they do make appearances like the third episode. I think it's the third episode. Like when Wilmer Valderrama's uh, Fez shows back up, it is. I, I was laughing so much at him. because Fez was kind of low key the best character of the entire show. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And, well, red, red in him. Well, yeah, red in him. But like I said, but the problem, the, the issue is, and if we do talk about it, if we do end up covering this at some point, the the, the new cast, they're just not as good. The person who plays uh, Leia. Uh, Leah Foreman, which is Donna and Eric's uh, child, which is just great that they named her Leah. Uh, But uh, she's good. The rest of them, they they struggle some. So, like I said, there are times when it's just absolutely funny and you will love it. There are times you're like, all right, can we get the new kids off the screen, please? Oh, so, wow. like I said, it, it has its moments. And it, like I said, I'm recommending it. If you like the original, I think you'll like this one. But you are going to probably have some struggles, at least I did. Maybe they get better as the season goes on because I've only watched the first three episodes. But uh, like I said, I do, would recommend it at least conditionally. So... Uh, I guess that wraps us up for this week. Anything? Oh, well, I do want to talk about what oh, we're covering yeah. this week. So uh, Tuesday, um, so yeah, Tuesday, it's going to come out. We will be having our episode on the menu. We have already recorded it, and we think it's a pretty darn good one. Uh, so definitely, and it's a pretty darn
1: good movie. Yes,
0: it's a pretty darn good movie. So go check that out if you haven't seen the menu. Go check it out, and then check back with us on Tuesday afternoon, and you can listen to our podcast on it next week. Obviously, we will continue our discussion of The Last of Us. We're going. To pick up the first episode of oh, I can never Poker remember. Face, Poker Face. Thank you. Uh, well, on Peacock, uh, we're going to be covering it. It should—I think it drops on Friday of this week. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Thursday. Oh, is it Thursday? Okay. Thank you. Uh, so it, we'll be covering the first episode of it. Then the following week, we're going to go ahead and pick up the show that everybody has watched, and we're just going to kind of we'll kind of play it by ear. What we're going to keep on covering. But apparently everybody's watching Night Court. I haven't watched the episodes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yet. Uh, have you watched any yet? No, I haven't. I haven't I'd be either.
1: Shocked everyone's watching Night Court.
0: Yeah, no. I like when I saw they were remaking this. I was like, oh, that's going to be horrible. And look, it may it may be horrible. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah it's everyone seems to be watching the show and everybody seems to be tuned in so maybe it's good i don't know
1: i will say this john Cat on tv is always a good thing oh yeah that's always a good
0: thing so i can't complain about that at all so yeah so we'll check that out in a couple of weeks and we will be discussing it here on the podcast then so all right i guess that wraps us up for this week anything you want to add ryan
1: uh, I wish everyone a good night sleeping
0: after this episode, and I <laughs> appreciate
1: you joining us, and we will talk to you next time.
0: Yeah, I would echo this. And good luck with that good night's sleep stuff. So, yeah. All right, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.